Greetings, friends, family, and followers. My name is Angela. My name is Pam. And my name is Edwin. And you're listening to episode 37 of Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. Hooray! Okay, after after quite a week, many world events happening and all that, we finally made it to record. Whoa. Oops, sorry. Welcome back, music. (laughs) We finally made it to another recording. Voting is done. Oh, that reminds me. I found I found out an interesting thing. Apparently in Australia, a person who's old enough to vote, if they don't vote, apparently they get fined. Oh, yeah. Compulsory voting. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't know that before. There's other countries that do that, too. Yeah. I, the more I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I did not know that before. But you have to really try not to vote in Australia. It's a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to have a pretty good darn reason not to. And they have their voting places, like, like pretty much like every other street. Yeah. So. So, yeah. I just thought it was interesting. So, let's dive right into what we've been up to. Um, Pam. <laughs> yeah? We gotta hear what happened with you. I, I mean, Edwin and I know... But our 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 <laughs> listeners don't know. So so apparently I'm at, I am just I was ble- I am I have a Coursera account. Coursera I don't know if anyone else knows, but Coursera is basically a bunch of online courses that you could take. Some are free. Some some you need to pay. So I. I don't know what happened to me. I, I I'm I was just in this whole bore, and I'm like, oh, let's let's do this thing because uh, I'm curious about it. So I signed up for a free online course. It's for COVID nineteen contact contact tracing course, and it's it's actually a pretty short course. You, I just got done with it a couple hours ago. Seriously took me about mm, I would say seven hours but I'm now certified to be a COVID-19 contact tracer so if yeah don't ask me why <laughs> so if you get a phone call from Pam it ain't good <laughs> okay okay in order to be a contact tracer I need this this is this an actual job so and I already have a full-time job, so chances of me actually being a contact tracer is probably low. You never know. <laughs> but I just kind of figure that, you know, since the pandemic is going on, you never know if they need, like, part-time contact tracers or volunteers. And I'm like, why not? You never know. There may be a shortage of it. And, it's, and I thought that it would be my, you know, civic duty to... Be part of the public health. I'm actually then, quite intrigued about it because um, one thing I found out with contact tracing, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's really good at it because I've heard so many people. It's like, like, it's like I don't understand in, why they don't they contact essence, me. I'm, you know, 
in essence, it's basically kind of like a telemarketer. It's except you're not selling anything. You're trying to gain information from them. So oh, that, you know, that's even worse. <laughs> what? That's even worse. It is worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not doing it for the job opportunity. It was more of a curiosity thing. And the yeah. fact that it was free, I'm like, sure, why not? It was actually I signed up a week ago and I just finished like, I don't know, six of the seven hours that it took me today <laughs> don't do what i did but <laughs> but i i yeah i found it interesting if this is nothing new this contact tracing was this was is implemented for forever actually wow but yeah i like learning about stuff so i, the, I get i get very random spasms of curiosity yeah you Just so happened that i saw that this was free i'm like yes you and angela Why? are liking learning because tell our listeners what you guys been doing on a friday night instead of we had to change our our uh recording. our recording time because of a learning opportunity that these two people who i'm doing the show with mm-hmm. are doing hey. so we have to record hey. this on a sunday Hey. <laughs> we're trying to learn a language. And what hey. language is that? Hey, Evan. What? Technically, you were supposed to join, too. I was technically supposed to join, but I didn't. If <laughs> only you could see the side eye that I am giving you. <laughs> I have a very good reason why I'm not doing it, though. Really? Yes. Really? Because someone has to cook and for dinner and grocery shop at our house. Oh, Edward. We, we will have to need. To, we would have to have a talk after the podcast. <laughs> well, here, let me just put it to you this way: I am supporting Angela and Pam in a very secondary way <laughs> on their learning endeavors by doing the doing the cooking that night. How is it benefiting me? It's not. That's why I'm very secondary. <laughs> <laughs> it's very secondary. Hey, Edwin. What? How's your Instagram account doing? Speaking of <laughs> a Friday, <laughs> I got my Instagram account going. And what's your Instagram handle? It's DIY Edwin. I think that's what it's called, right? I... Yes. I don't know. DIY Edwin. And it's basically my second Instagram account from my general Instagram account where I show off all the fun things that I've been building and what I've been doing in terms of DIY. And I'm hoping to do it a bit more of like things that I build, things that I've gotten in order for me to build such things and sort of like show them what I think about it. Like for instance, um, my drill pump. If you guys don't know what that is, look it up. But it's basically a liquid pump that you attach to a drill and it'll pump like water out and stuff like that. I was trying to pump a uh, one of our rain barrels out that that was that you, had water in it. You broke the first I one. 
I kind of burned it out. <laughs> so it kind of melted with it of itself. It, it was, the first one was a cheap one. It was a cheap one. I only bought it for 10 bucks. But, hey, <laughs> I, I had to go get another one. Um, so I decided to go a bit more fancier, and I bought a, a transfer pump that it's part of the Ryobi line of tools that you can get at the the uh, orange box store and so <laughs> i got one of these things just so i can empty out the uh one of our rain barrels and um we're, we're planning other uses for it yeah <laughs> it's actually quite useful like i have to i had to do some some uh, water heater type things in terms of like trying to make sure it doesn't break over the winter time uh part of that is flushing it out so i have to do another flush for that thing which this will come in handy with anyways this is not handyman corner um <laughs> so but anyways that's what i'm doing i have an instagram account i'm building a crap ton of things just today we're recording this on a sunday and your instagram handle is again diy edwin DIY Edwin. Is that what's I don't know if that's what the handle is because it's like it Twitter. Is. Twitter is kind of weird. This you, is not Twitter. This is Instagram. yeah, I know, but I don't know if it's the same <laughs> way Twitter is like where it's like your handle is really at whatever and whatever name no, you put in front of that thing it, is is whatever. It is DIY Edwin. Sweet, I got it right. Anyways, um, like Go today, follow him people yeah i want to post some pictures on my indoor garden on there i haven't yet but it is growing like 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 i'm hungry just looking at it because it's starting to look pretty good the things that are growing out of there so so edwin is 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 asking for followers i need followers he if you're is it's a shameless plug yes. for his instagram if you are interested in the things i do or like want to be more you know more diy-ish and how to well you know like get some inspiration um just today i built a uh a uh what, what do we call it uh a wood a, pile shed it's not a shed it's like it's like a little more like a little lean-to for for firewood yeah it's like a firewood stack thing like with a roof on i forgot what these things are called but it's basically like a it's like a kindling stack uh, rack, a kindling rack. Something that's, I don't know. Yeah, that's that has a roof on it, and um, so that it keeps the wood dry. And the only reason why I wanted to build one of these things is because I keep getting sticks the size of logs falling off the tree, <laughs> of our trees in the backyard, and our neighbors' trees are falling on our yard. But guess what? I got a fire pit, so free <laughs> wood, and I need to get. So I, but the, my biggest problem was that I keep making these stupid, like small little piles of 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 wood, like next to things, and I just wanted to make it like I'm going to collect it and and put it in this thing that is specifically built to keep it dry until I burn the crap out of it. So. <laughs> Okay then. Anyways, um, so I'm gonna Easy. post some pictures on that, and then I'm also gonna post some pictures on uh, Instagram on uh, some of the tools that I've been I've just recently got. Um, and I don't know if you know it, it's Black Friday in all the big box stores: the Orange Box Store, the Green Box Store, and the Blue Box Store. 
So if you guys are into DIY and needed to get a new thing, now it's a good time to do it. So. <laughs> nice. Anyways, Angela, what have you been doing besides learning Tagalog? Um, <laughs> I've actually been reading a lot of web comics. Uh, there's an app called Webtoon. I've probably mentioned it before. You have. But they, I've, I've stumbled across a few really, really good stories that I am enjoying. Uh, like one that I started reading recently is uh, called Woven. Um, of course, you know, my giant nerd boyfriend is another good series to follow. It's mostly just like short strips of slice of life things. Sometimes they're really funny. Every once in a while, they they have some serious ones, but they're they're usually pretty good. Uh, I also found one. Where is it? Spell word bound. I'm liking that one quite a bit, and one also, and also one called Suitor Armor. Hmm. Okay. All right. Suitor Armor is pretty interesting. It's this uh, woman who takes a liking to basically a suit of armor golem type thing, and hmm. it it doesn't have a soul, but it likes her. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> I. Still I'm gonna working. have to read to find out, I guess. You're gonna have to read to find out, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this this suit of armor likes her. But yeah, there's 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 um web comics on it from all over the place. Uh, some from some that required translation, and some have better translation than others. Mm -hmm. Uh, some of some of them are from very new comic artists and some you can tell they've been doing it for a while so lots of things lots of different topics there's something for everybody in there and it's i've just been they've got this okay they've got this event going on right now called no sleep november and i'm trying oh, to get no. myself some more some more of their uh web comic coins so i can get early access to some of the some of the uh, chapters of the comics that I'm reading. So, <sighs> gotta read a lot of comics to get those extra coins. Although I'm, I am against the no sleep thing. Angela, I hope you are getting sleep. I am getting sleep. Well, the last few days, nice. But that's, <laughs> that's not even connected. <laughs> that's something else entirely. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Moving on then. Moving on. <laughs> to to the let I me... could say a lot of things, but I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's move on then to let me tell you a thing, so you can tell us things. Uh, hold on, hold on. That is the purpose of this. Meeting. Oh nope, that's not right. So Edwin, you got some new thing that. You wanted to tell us? Well, Wait a minute. This is the let me tell you a thing. This, this is, is where we ask the tell you a thing. Oh, we we're not going to do the shut up and listen. I don't think we have... All right, little insight. I don't I don't think we actually figured out what our shut up and listen was well, going to be. I thought it was. We had a... We had a... 
we don't have anything in our rundown for it. Oh, I told you I I didn't know what to put there, but it was supposed to be Edwin's thing about how. <laughs> What's the thing, Edwin? <laughs> Wait, uh, so hey, listeners, here. listeners, this is us actually. This is like a glimpse to what we do before the show. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had it. I thought we didn't have a shut up and listen thing decided. <laughs> Okay, wait, so, okay, decide now. What are we doing now? now? Shut up, or let me tell you a thing. We're doing let me tell you a thing. Let's we already let, did the thing. Let's do let me tell you a thing. Here, I'll play it one more time. Is that really do a it. thing? <laughs> okay. Okay. So, what is your question, and let me tell you a thing? All right. So, there was a story um, that you mentioned Something about bitcoins getting moved. What's that story and what is a bitcoin? Okay, so. Um, first, okay, what was the first question? What is that story? You said there were bitcoins okay, getting moved. So there was about a billion dollars worth of bitcoin that were getting moved from a wallet that was seized back in 2013 by from a... Uh, thing that was i don't know if you guys remember but something called the silk road which was a internet site dark website um that was used to oh i don't know traffic nefarious controlled substances back and forth perhaps (laughs) so it was taken down seas and the person who uh who was running it was arrested now there was a wallet full of bitcoin um that was seized as part of this and now it has been has gone through forfeiture right which means that the justice department or in this case the u.s marshals It's slated to get auctioned off. So, lots and lots of Bitcoin are going to all of a sudden show up, you know, on an auction block. Wow. Okay. All right. So, what's a Bitcoin? Um, okay. So, <clears throat> a Bitcoin is it's a cryptocurrency. Um, there are many other different kinds of cryptocurrencies. It's not just Bitcoin, but Bitcoin is the most popular one of them all. And it is, uh, it's basically, it's a currency that people can use to buy stuff with. Um, I've always wondered this. How does a person end up with a Bitcoin? You can buy one. Just like you would. Just like that? Just. Yeah, hey, so wanna... if anybody is familiar of like trying to get foreign exchange uh-huh. from a different country where you got to go to an exchange desk and go, hey, I like $100 worth of, you know, $100 worth of pesos, mm-hmm. right? So you could just go and... And they'll go, okay, here's 5,000 pesos, which was 100 bucks, right? Okay. It's essentially the same idea where you can go to like bitcoin.org open up a wallet right uh-huh. which p- pretty much means like you're signing up for an account right right 
and there's a software that you have on your computer where it's like your wallet and then your your and then you get i don't know fifty dollars worth of bitcoin which is like point zero zero whatever one worth you know point zero zero one of a bitcoin or whatever right <laughs> and you have it in your wallet like you would have a dollar bill or a or a or coin in your wallet like in your wallet or purse but it's digital it's all in the computer and if you guys ever had like paypal oh yeah i've got paypal yeah right same concept right you have sort of like a wallet with money in it mm-hmm. right except for this at this point it's bitcoin okay okay <clears throat> okay so On online money, like electronic money, how secure is that really? Well, it uses blockchain. What? Blockchain. Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so. I'm just trying to make sure that I'm trying to get this thing down to like in a very like explain it to me like I'm a sixth grader type thing, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. (laughs) um, Blockchain is basically. Okay, so if you go to a bank. Like a normal bank, right? Uh-huh. I'm going to go over to Wells Fargo or whatever, right? Uh-huh. They're going to have something called a ledger, right? Okay. And the ledger is basically this thing where it accounts for all the money they have in the bank, the accounts they have in the bank, and how much money is in each of those accounts, right? How much, like if I go to a bank and I say, I want to see what my balance is in my bank account, right? They're taking that thing off a ledger where it's like, here's your name. And you've got, I don't know, 100 bucks in there, right? Okay. So that's what that ledger is, right? Now, blockchain is, uh, Bitcoin uses something called a public ledger, right? Which is, in terms of, it's a blockchain, right? A public ledger is essentially like a, a, blo- a blockchain is like a, is a ledger, right? It's a public ledger. But it's not centralized like a normal bank would be, right? There's a master ledger, right? Like in Wells Fargo, that's that's somewhere, right? Okay. That keeps track of all the accounts that Wells Fargo has, right? Blockchain in a public ledger like Bitcoin, right? Right. There is no such thing as that central ledger. There is no such thing as the master ledger. There's no such thing as, you know, a ledger to rule them all, as it were, right? <laughs> and to rule them all. Yeah. So when I make a Bitcoin wallet and I put Bitcoin in there, it goes into a ledger. That ledger is not just in, on in one computer. It's on anybody's computer that has the bitcoin software or the blockchain software right if you guys ever heard of mining before bitcoin mining cryptocurrency mining people who have these huge you know multiple computers in their closet that's taking up a ton of of uh electricity and nobody knows why you've never heard of any of that uh is that sorry I'm, I'm hearing siren and i'm just like is that in my headphones or in our neighborhood that's in our neighborhood oh okay <laughs> anyways 
So no, I'm I'm not familiar so, with the mining or how it works. Okay, so heard... way back in the day, and I don't if maybe our listeners have remembered this, but there was a huge run on graphics cards, where graphics cards became so expensive because there was such a big demand for graphics cards. It was not for gaming, right? Right. It was for mining uh, Bitcoin. Or mining cryptocurrency because they created the blockchain exchange in their closets to process the Bitcoin exchange. If you have multiple places and multiple people doing the exact same thing, they have a copy of this ledger. So there's multiple copies of ledgers everywhere right so when i make an exchange out of a mine right uh-huh i get a percentage of whatever that exchange is this is how people create bitcoin oh i get it now okay, yeah now i know what the okay yeah all right <laughs> so, so you're Lightning basically bolt. yeah that you that eureka moment like okay the bitcoin mining you're running the exchange, and you every time you do an exchange, you get a small fee. Yeah, get a small, little tiny fee, right? But there's, but you, you have a copy of this ledger. But this ledger isn't just yours, right? Uh huh. The next, the person who also is doing this sort of activity has that same ledger, a copy of the ledger. Multiple ledgers exist, right? So that when you do a transaction, whoever's on this network of ledgers, right, or this blockchain. They get a copy, an updated copy of it, right? It updates all the other ledgers that's on that network, right? Right. So it's really hard. And the thing is, it's all crypt- encrypted. So it's hard for me, right? Mm-hmm. I just want to do the uh, office space thing and get one, one, you know, <laughs> one penny out of like, uh, you know, that one penny that nobody really accounts for in, in the accounting firm, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll just gotta put that in my in my own personal bank account, right? Right. It's really hard to do it with with a blockchain because that chain, if it gets tampered with, right? Uh huh. Or if it doesn't match up with the, all the other chains in the network, uh-huh. all the other ledgers in the network, it flags. If it and lies. yeah, it, it knows that. There's something wrong. And it'll look at one of these things is not like the other. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> okay. And then, yeah. And then it's really easy. It's really easy for it to know, wait a minute. Something's wrong here. This person's up with no good. He's trying to do something bad. So. Okay. So, um, do you think that cryptocurrency will become like a common currency kind of like the US dollar like dollar bills really see that's where the gray area comes from okay because what's the thing that what's the biggest issue with with block with with cryptocurrency especially bitcoin it's not controlled by a country at all Right. It's not like the U.S. dollar is controlled by the Federal Reserve and the U.S. government, right? In fact, it is illegal in the U.S. government to create your own currency. 
Right. You cannot create another rival currency to the U.S. dollar. It's illegal, right? But what do you? Who do you arrest? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean. Who right. do you arrest? This is um, the, in fact, the person who created Bitcoin and the blockchain. Right? Nobody knows who this guy is. Weird. In fact, someone found like in the ledger, right? Uh-huh. Someone found out that somewhere in the ledger, there's this 300 bitcoins that just sits there in reserve, and nobody knows who that is. And the people think that that's the maker's, you know, that's the maker's bitcoin, you know. And nobody uh-huh. knows, nobody knows who this person is. In fact, they don't think that it's one person. They think it's like a group of people who acts on behalf of a single name. Like wow. QAnon. Who's QAnon, right? It could be a person or it could be a group. It's the same It's the same thing. It's like people thought it was this one dude from, what, I think Japan or something? Mm-hmm. Or, or Indonesia. I forgot which one. But it was like the biggest mystery in cryptocurrency. Who's the guy who built the you know Bitcoin? And nobody knows. There's, mm-hmm. there's signs of it. In fact... There's a, I forgot, his name was actually somewhere in the software. But nobody knows who the heck he is because nobody's ever confessed that I'm that guy. Wow. That's why, because the thing is, you know, I'm sure that if he did show himself, that country would go after him because this is essentially, you know, in people's eyes, a rival currency. Right, mm-hmm. because you can go to. There was a time where you could go to a coffee shop and buy coffee with Bitcoin. <laughs> right, you wow. could go get a burger with Bitcoin. You can buy furniture with Bitcoin. Right, people wow. were exchanging, buying people's wallets because of their Bitcoin. Wow, and you know, what is Bitcoin? I think it's like ten thousand or eleven thousand dollars per Bitcoin right now. When I found out about Bitcoin, it was at $2,000 a Bitcoin or $3,000 a Bitcoin. Wow. Right? Five years later, it goes to $17,000 a Bitcoin. Holy cow. Right? When Bitcoin started, I was telling Angela and Pam this, was that when Bitcoin started, people did it as a gaffe. Did it as for funsies and for laughs or whatever in the, you know, in the in the geek community, right? Where it was still like very affordable. Like you get like one Bitcoin for 50 cents, right? Uh-huh. It's, it was, it was just a thing. So they forgot about their Bitcoin. And then when all of a sudden Bitcoin started to take off and it became more and more and more invaluable, they forgot their, their passwords for their wallet. <laughs> right. Or they uh-huh. threw away their, their, their computer or they 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 sold their computer that had their wallet in it isn't there a way to recover that no <gasps> there's no way to recover this if you forget your password if you forget if you if you also accidentally deleted your wallet or whatever or your the 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 file it literally is a file on your computer that's encrypted that has your wallet in it with how much bitcoin you have if you delete that thing there's no way of getting it back People have lost millions and millions of dollars because they did things like this. They forgot their password. There was this dude, I remember, had like 
40 Bitcoin when it was at 17,000 a Bitcoin. Uh-huh. And he dele- he he got rid of his computer. He forgot he had his Bitcoin in there. Oof. You know? It's like that. It was like worth like millions and millions and millions of dollars, you know? Like how would you feel like you accidentally ripped off the you know, ripped the lottery ticket that was worth two hundred million dollars. Oof. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's basically what it was. So that's just basically money unclaimed. It's money unclaimed, and it's sitting it's in the ether. Yeah, it's just sitting in the yeah. ether of 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 the bit, you know, of the of the blockchain, and and it's <sighs> not accounted for. And that's exactly why this is such a big deal, is because number one, it's a pretty secure way of doing of of doing currency currency. Uh-huh. You can buy stuff out of this thing. There's multiple sites where you actually have the use Bitcoin where you can exchange it like or 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 trade it in for cash in some countries. Wow. So when you hear Bitcoin and it's not the only one too. Let me tell you that. It's not the only one. There's also different kinds of of, of cryptocurrency out there that have that's similar to Bitcoin. But Bitcoin is pretty much, I don't know if it's the granddaddy of, of cryptocurrency, but it is the most popular one. You know, they mm-hmm. talk about it on, on CNBC all the time. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that should say something. So anyways, wow. that's what it is. Okay. And it certainly sounds like a big deal. It's a very, yeah, it's a big deal, especially in the geek community, because this is was like, I mean, especially like, you know, like, you know, we don't want, you know, government to control our, you know, our money or the way we, you know, whatever. Right? Because one of the things about Bitcoin is that it it's encrypted control. and it can't be traced. Right. That's why wow. when you see ransomware, you know, they're asking, they're asking it in Bitcoin because it cannot be traced. Wow. <laughs> That's why it's so, liked on the on the it's, dark web. It's liked on the dark call, web. Yeah. It's, call, me, wow. call me old fashioned, but... Uh, <laughs> Money and my wallet, my physical yeah. wallet. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather. Have... Yeah, at least I don't have to worry about a password. <laughs> I'd rather my my money stay traceable. Yeah, it's usually if you got Bitcoin or using Bitcoin, where are you hiding? Right. Yeah. <laughs> what you doing? What you doing? That you need Bitcoin for? Hmm. Right now, I think it's trading at ten thousand or eleven thousand of Bitcoin. So, yeah. it, the the value of it has gone down. But I mean, it was worth. A, I mean, I guess it's still worth a ton, you know. I mean, right. if you think about it, if I bought Bitcoin for three thousand dollars, uh, three thousand Bitcoin for three thousand dollars of Bitcoin, you know. And it's worth ten thousand now. That's still a lot of money you're getting. Still out a of lot. It. It's like the right. yeah. It's like the stock. It's it's basically forex exchange, and <laughs> it's what it is. Yep. All right. Well, we need to move on. So, did we actually have a shut up and listen? Yes. Okay, hold on. I gotta go back. I gotta go back. We have a thing. The purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. Follow me on Instagram. What is it? No. Okay, <laughs> so here's the situation. And Edwin, I'm gonna jog your memory for, or your help for this. Okay. I have a basic laptop. Okay. And I just... I, and I have a Steam account. Okay. I have. I want to play this game called Ark. Okay. Which is a game with dinosaurs. I'm already sold. 
The problem is, is that I don't know if my basic laptop can run this game graphics-wise. Probably can't. But you did mention something that might be able to help me out. Oh, yes. And I think this is the future of gaming. <clears throat> so, everybody knows, PS5 is coming out in what? In like in a week? Something like November that. November 15th or something like already? that? Yeah, November 15th, I think it comes out, right? Oh, jeez. Right? Yep. Okay. Latest SSD NVMe storage. Latest, you know, Radeon uh, and AMD graphics card with ray tracing capabilities and you know latest chipsets and processors and yeah yeah and so on and so forth and so forth right mm -hmm. it's the latest and greatest in video console gaming xbox is the same thing i forget what the xbox one is called all i know is that it kind of looks like a cheese grater <laughs> or no it's the I forgot. What, anyways, it's like a cube. Anyways, uh, <laughs> it's the same thing, right? Latest and greatest chipsets, graphics, whatever, right? You can play, you know, realistic gaming and ray tracing. Anyways, I think that's gonna go away in the next decade. I don't think they're gonna buy. You're gonna buy a box with that big of a capability in terms of like, you know, like. I need to have, like, it's not going to look like a computer, like a normal computer. And when you crack it open and you can find the processor, you can find the graphics processor. And it's not going to be like that, I don't think. I think in a decade, you're just going to get a box with a, with, a, uh, with a network interface card and maybe an anti-lag chip of some sorts. I don't know. But all the processing power... All the graphics rendering power, all the pro, you know, all the math, all of that is going to be done in servers somewhere that's probably fairly close to where you live, right? And it's going to be processed there, and it's going to spit back the image of what you're playing, huh? Right. Also known as remote gameplay cloud gaming that's what it is going to be so i'm not going to need a high performance like laptop to play games on or anything like that i could probably i mean they're getting it to the they want it to the point where i could go buy a 200 laptop and play ghost of tsushima on it hmm. <laughs> or something you know or, or arc survival you know i mean because it doesn't have to do anything. Your computer literally is just a client computer or just an interface for a bigger computer that's actually doing the work. Hmm. Huh. And uh, AMD, right? Mm -hmm. Ryzen, and they're coming out with their RT graphics system that rivals the RTX for N NVIDIA. It's all about cloud gaming. They're making rendering chips specifically for the cloud or also known as data centers somewhere that's running servers that are capable of doing multi 
you know, multi-individual gaming. Hmm. Right? Okay. Or multi-client gaming. So, that's what it is. That's the future of gaming. So, when I say you can't play Ark Survival, right? Right. Chances are you're going to be able to play Ark Survival on your laptop that you have already. Yay. You know, it's one of those things <laughs> where that's, I think that's going to be the future of gaming. Personally, I don't like it. Why not? Because I like to own my games. <laughs> okay, yeah. Think about yeah. it, right? If you have your games on a server somewhere <laughs> that you bought for 60 bucks and it just sits on the server, you don't actually get like a copy somewhere or a file folder on your computer that says, I have this game with a, with an executable setup file or install file on it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we're going to trust the company that sold us the game to keep it for us so we can play it as we wish. Indefinitely. Indefinitely. Right. Right. I see. I see your point. Yeah. That's what I'm afraid of because it has been known that companies, especially when you buy videos and stuff like that, like, you know, you bought like digital copies of a video, all of a sudden it's gone yeah. in your library because it's no longer, or they change it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They change the version of it. And you don't own the new version. Be- and you, Well, no, then you wanted the old version, but now they gave you the new version. You can't go back to the old version, mm-hmm. right? True. Because one of the things that if you ever read in the terms of service, yes, that's right. The long legalese thing that you, that comes out, you know, and they say that you have to read it, but nobody really does. They just click accept or scroll down, then click upset, accept. You don't actually own that mm-hmm. game. Okay. You own the right to play said game in yeah. limitation. <laughs> right. I right? see. Yeah, I see that issue. <laughs> yeah. And also, and also, Edwin, don't you think that that is actually bad news for like manufacturers that actually make gaming computers and gaming consoles? Yeah, it could be bad. I mean, it could be fairly bad, but I think there's going to be that niche group, just like PCs, mm-hmm. right? It's just yeah. going to be like like PCs where you have this niche group that love their rigs, love to build their rigs. I like those rigs. Yeah. I you built like to build my of, rig. Yeah, I built a number of rigs, you know, and they're great. And, you know, and they do, you know, they, they play, you know, high-end games and everything. I've helped people build their rigs. I've held, I've had, you know, people who relate to me, namely my brother, Zuh. <laughs> <laughs> calling me because they can't figure out why a thing doesn't work on the rig. You know, it's like that. It's it's one of those things where I think it's going to be a niche, just like PCs. Um, you're going to still have the diehard gaming people going like, all right, right, play, you know. It's the same yeah. thing as like, I want to play on an awesome rig versus casual gamers who want to play on their phone. I do both. Yeah, but I just like... I feel attacked I mean, in that one. <laughs> if you, I mean, here's the thing. If you think about it, Here's my biggest issue with it, right? Okay. When was the last time you went to GameStop and sold a game? <laughs> Long time. Can we do that with digital copies? No. Exactly. 
you cannot give a game right an old game that you've you've played and you're getting tired of and you, you want to sell it because someone else can i can't do that anymore with digital copies i can't take my you know even though i don't think it's worth anything anymore my tiger woods 2012 golfing game and sell it to or sell it on craigslist right all right i can't and that's what really that's what really bothers me about the way the the way that gaming is going right now yes downloading a game you know on a big on a big hard drive somewhere is more convenient than having a collection on a shelf Mm -hmm. right but to me if you want to resell it later i can't you can't yeah Right? right, unless yeah. you sell the whole console with those games and everything like that, with your pass <laughs> passcode, and the and erase your your you know your payment information, obviously. Yeah, there's right. no way you can do it. So, and then all your games that you like are gone. Yeah, along with the game that you wanted to sell in the first place. That to me is very bothersome. That to me is not very good. <clears throat> Okay. And unless they can figure something out, and I wish they would just get off their high horses and like actually like give us a chance to like sell the games that we don't play anymore. I hate, that's why I don't. That's one of the biggest reasons why I, I don't like Steam. Yeah. Because you can't do it. Some <clears throat> countries are forcing them to do it. Ooh. But we can't do it here in the United States. Mm. So. But anyway. back to my issue. Sorry, I got ranty there. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's just back to my issue. When are they... So it's still in oh, the it's perfecting still... stage? Yeah, they're still or... trying to perfect it. I mean, you can play you can play video games on Stadia. You can play video games on like Xbox, Game Pass, all these other... I mean, it's there, but it's not good. You know, yes. it's still not it's not yes. still not there to the point where I will ne I would never try to play a first person shooter that way. Yeah. You right. will unless you really like getting killed in those games. <laughs> because the lag is bad. Yeah. You know, the lag is you know, is the worst. And one thing that gamers will tell you, right? Low latency or no latency is king right that's why they buy two hundred dollar keyboards and you know five hundred dollar uh monitors and you know two hundred dollar mice because those have very very low latencies mm. you know less than one millisecond and higher frame rates of 240 hertz you know it's like that it's because of that latency it's that it's that if I'm going to shoot the thing on the screen, it better shoot the thing on the screen. Okay. You can't we're, do that with Stadia. We've hit on one of Edwin's passions. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Edwin, Sorry. for okay. providing so, some insight on is. a possible solution So there it me. is. It's coming. It's coming. And, you know, all the, uh, all the tech companies are pretty much on board and they're trying to create the hardware to do it. So, Pam, so, we'll have no to worries. Keep in touch so that I could see if it helps m- yes. my situation out. Either that or just buy yourself a PC gaming rig. Anyways. <laughs> I'm, work- I'm working on that, but it's just 
easier this way for me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, back on track to where we're supposed to be in this. Let's talk about some food. But regardless Yay. of the style or type of restaurant, they all have one thing in common, and that is the serving of food. It's still fresh, but I'll take only what I need. They've got to last. Oh, Vincent. Anyway. So, <laughs> Angela, remind us what the food challenge was. All right. Our food challenge, which was made forever ago, was <laughs> to make something in which citrus was the star. It could be sweet. It could be savory. It could be sour. But the star of it had to be something citrus. Okay. So, Pam, since you made your... You were the first one to actually get yours done. And, uh, <laughs> Angela and I were sort of late. What'd you make? I'm quite curious, actually. I, 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 um, I made, a grilled, sorry, what was it? A grapefruit grilled chicken. Yeah. How did that go? It was interesting. Actually, you know what? No, it was actually pretty good. Do you remember it was good? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was the one that followed the instructions. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. In fact, I thought that you know, I'm I'm not a fan of grapefruit. I don't know about you, but it my like dad grew up eating grapefruit, and when this challenge, you know, was imposed, I was like. Why did why does why does it come back to that when my dad would just eat only grapefruit along with his coffee? Because it was nasty. I feel like that was a Filipino thing to do because it was, grapefruit it grapefruit it flowed in my house. It, but he had me try grapefruit and I just and I it was just a punch of yuck. Yeah. Um. So I was like, okay, well, what can I make grapefruit more palatable? So I was like, okay, well, wh why don't we just do a, like a grilled chicken version of it? So it's basically, you come up with um, the instructions, the the, re the recipe that I found, it was simple. You just basically put grapefruit juice, mix it with uh, only a couple of spices or whatever, marinate the chicken, and then you also make kind of like a, um, it turned out to be like a jam jam like consistency i'm not quite sure if that was supposed to be that way but it worked out in the end um it turned out more sweet than sour than i had imagined yeah and i the recipe also called for pink grapefruit but there wasn't any in the great uh in the grocery store so i used the red kind i don't know if that would make any oh, difference yeah, that yeah, the ruby red grapefruit has a little bit of a different taste. Which oh, okay. one's the bitter one? Um, I I think it's supposed to be the red one is more sour. Okay. Okay. Because I could still taste a little bit of sours in this, but I think because it asked for sugar, it made it more sweet. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I actually enjoyed it. Well, that's good. So, if you asked what I 
what I rated it, I will give it an 18. The reason why wow. is because the instructions of the recipe were very confusing. Okay. Well, okay. So, so the first part of it was you take you take a grapefruit, you have it. You use one half to squeeze the juices out. The other half, you make the jam or whatever. When you make the jam, you're supposed to uh, use part of the juices, set it in a bowl, and then that's it. Huh. What do I do with the stuff in the bowl? So my husband and I were rereading the instructions. We didn't know if it was supposed to be part of either the uh, of like the um the uh the part of the marinade for the chicken or something so we did we did a little bit of um uh what do you call it compromisation <laughs> okay <laughs> i think we were supposed i think it was supposed to be part of it because we were like we had another grapefruit another half of a grapefruit that the recipe called for, because it called for two grapefruits. We halved one of them. What do we do with the other one? <laughs> <laughs> it was very confusing. Wow. But we made it work out in the end. It was actually very good. The reheat value, it, the tastes were still there. The only issue was that I, I didn't know of the jam. It, it kind of felt like jam. So I didn't know if it was supposed to have that consistency or not, but I ate it. It was still good. <laughs> and of course, the instructions were like, okay, what are we going to do with this extra grapefruit? Wow. <laughs> Love it. Cool. An 18 on grapefruit. And I still believe that grapefruit only belongs on Fresca, in Fresca, and nothing oh, else, yep. even though it's only less than 2% fruit juice, grapefruit juice, but whatever. Anyway... <laughs> So what did you guys do? Yeah, Edwin, what did you do? <laughs> I made a topping. I made a ice cream topping. Mm. Um, using and this is a, I just basically honed my my culinary skills on what I learned know how to do in culinary, and that is making a sort of a like a like a um. Um, like a fruit, a, like a cream fruit topping. Okay. And basically doing a simple syrup and lacing it along with whatever flavor you want it to be. So I create a simple syrup. I bought an orange, a navel orange, right? Okay. Uh-huh. And cut that up, peeled it and cut it and smashed it along with the, the simple syrup that's in there. Uh-huh. Put some, put some salt and heavy whipping cream. You mentioned something about pineapple at some point. Yes. Here's the uh, okay. I sorta kind of cheated just a little bit with a pineapple. <laughs> um, so I I made that topping. It was a chunky topping because I didn't want to like completely like puree it. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get some some texture in it. So I. Kept the smashed uh, orange. Okay. Uh, no, navel orange. Oh yeah, and I also put some orange peel in there just to 
really kicked the flavor up. Okay. So, and then I bought ice cream. And I was looking for an ice cream that was going to just stick to vanilla. Right? Mm -hmm. But I didn't. Because, lo and behold, I found out that there's something called a banana split ice cream. With pineapple. (laughs) Okay? And I was like, ooh, this is going to be good. This is going to be really good with the orange cream topping. Right? Give that extra citrusy thing going. Mm -hmm. So I did that. And I bought that. I bought some Cool Whip because who doesn't like to have Cool Whip on their ice cream? (laughs) And that was my entry. It was... The star of it was that topping. I wanted to make sure that orange flavor came out, that citrusy orange flavor came out, and with uh, with a little like background of that pineapple that's in the ice cream already. And what did you give it? What'd you give it? I gave it a fifteen. There you go. That's exactly what I gave it. You gave it a fifteen for yourself? Yeah. Why not? Because you know. <laughs> Because I wanted to do something simple, and yes, we did this this morning, and I was asking Angela, what was our challenge again? And <laughs> and, I, and then I came up in my head, I wanted to do something that wasn't chocolate or anything like that, or I just wanted to make it something I really would, I would, I would love to eat, so... So I took a rendition. Okay. It's basically a rendition of like a Pesh Mel, except for I use orange. <laughs> okay, then. So. All right, I guess that leaves me, huh? Yes. What'd you do? I made marshmallows. Marshmallows? Marshmallows. All right, I've, a while back, I found instructions on how to make marshmallows. So like, okay, well... I, I had some of the stuff to make marshmallows already. Let's see what I can do with that. So I went, um, I actually grabbed the the recipe that I used from a website called theflavorbender.com. <laughs> okay. So I used that, and um, one of the things that it suggested was that if you wanted to flavor your marshmallows with something other than vanilla, you could use a juice or something like that to to add flavor to it. So I got right. thinking, hey, citrus juice. Hey, we've got some calamansi drink mix. I'll oh, use that. Yeah. So I, okay. I made some calamansi-flavored f- mush- marshmallows. Um, hmm. And I made a... L- a lemonade-flavored whipped cream topping to go on top. Wow, okay. I may have over-flavored the whipped cream. Uh-oh. I glicked out in two bites. <laughs> I, I had made a small dish to try it out before it set, so we had we had it while it was more of a almost marshmallow cream consistency. It was starting to coagulate, but not quite there. We had the marshmallow okay. with the with the lemonade whipped cream on top. The lemonade whipped cream was very, it was quite strong. Oof. Oh. And you know, once it's that strong, it's hard to undo that. 
Yeah. It was... I could feel... The sugar. The sugar. Oh, no. Like, the diabetes. Oh, no. The whatever. The just, like, my body hated me after that. Wow. I was just like, I'm, I was looking I was looking for something like, like, I need to wash this down and, and dilute it somehow. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that was basically it. Yeah, it was it, a lot of sugar. I could taste this. Oh, my it, gosh. It was, it, was, it was the whipped cream that did it because we had... After it had all sat and coagulated and, you know, got to actual marshmallow state, we had a piece of just the marshmallow. And Edwin? That was fine. That was good. Yeah, okay. That, it tasted like marshmallows. Like, like where's the campfire? So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Marshmallow. Yeah. But, I mean, the flavor ended up a little lighter than I anticipated yeah. in it. But uh-huh. it, it was still a hint of it. So, Edwin? So... Oh, go ahead. So, if you were to rate these things separately, we heat them. <laughs> no, if we rate them separately, yeah. The- yeah. Oh, the first one I tried, I couldn't do that again. You gave, you were you were wavering between fourteen and fifteen. Yeah, fourteen. I would say just thinking about it, it would be a fourteen because seriously, like. The the lemonade whipped cream was too much. It was it was to the point where I don't know, like if I saw it at a party, I'm like, hmm, this looks tasty. I'll taste it and stuff like that. That was good. But I couldn't have a lot of it. There's no way. Because it no. was because it was like again I don't it, blame you for that. The if the lemonade whipped cream was too much, yeah. I I admit that. But just before we started the show, Angela comes over with some marshmallows, and I mm-hmm. ate it, and it was good. I was like, "Ooh, this would make a really weird, like, you know, fusion s'more." <laughs> you know, okay. <laughs> the marshmallow on its own. What would you give that? That one? Yeah. That would be that would be towards a that would be a fifteen. That'd be a 15. Yeah. So definitely better, but not like yeah. super exciting. And, yeah. Hey, I mean, this is citrus. I'm not the kind of guy who just eats a marshmallow all by itself. Okay. Like it needs to be in hot cocoa or, or, you know, or graham s- crackers with chocolate hey, in a sandwich Edwin, form. How about a s'more with white chocolate? I don't know if I could do that. Too much? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. My 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 sugar my sugar uh thing just I I don't know if it's just it's just all the sugar that's always like a ton during this time of year with like like mm. with Halloween and all the sugar there and then Thanksgiving with the pies and then Christmas with all the <laughs> With all everything, sugar cookies and sugar, sugar, sugar everywhere, you know, and it just makes me feel like, where the heck is my mess, you know? <laughs> and you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, ah, oh, man, I feel like a good nap coming. So, so Angela, would your scores be the same as Edwin's? Yeah, I'd say my scores would match. <laughs> yeah. So for the the lemon, what was it, the lemon whipped cream? Or whatever. Lemonade whipped cream, yeah. Or lemonade whipped cream. Yeah. So is it 
the sugar content that was too much or i think it was the lemonade the the lemonade flavor that i used because i i used a a very small amount of like a fruit drink a powdered fruit drink mix oh for for the flavoring okay i just it was just a hair too much and and that flavor stuff goes really really far yeah. <laughs> well, you used the packet, like the non-sweetened I, packet? I didn't use a whole packet. I used a small portion of yeah, the packet. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, but that, that small portion was just too much. Wow. One of those packets wow. is supposed to, like, what, like, flavor, like, two liters or something? Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> I, 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 I used... I, I used a very small amount, but it was still too much. Oof. Just too concentrated. <laughs> All right, so there we go. So what's what are we doing next for for food for next time? Hey Evan, do you have any ideas? You said earlier that you have a challenge in mind. I do have a challenge in mind. Okay. So what's the challenge? What's the challenge? Yeah, what's our challenge? Cooking <laughs> anything that needs to be cooked, right? But not in a very not in its conventional way. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? You kind of got cut out there. Oh, okay. So, what I mean by cooking cooking a thing, but not its normal way or conventional way. Like, let's say, for instance, bacon. Right. Right. Normally, you would cook bacon like on a skillet or in an oven, right? Uh huh. How else can you cook bacon? Microwave, depending on so, the bacon. So you're saying normal bacon. <laughs> so you're so you're saying like, what if we, if if we chose a fried chicken recipe, but it's baked. Yeah. Or a a uh, baked fish recipe, but it's poached. Or steamed. Yeah. Or something. Okay. Um, that's an interesting challenge. Um, so, question. Yeah. So, if those that are normally fried on a skillet, but you pop it in an air fryer, would that count or no? No, because they're still frying. Okay. Actually, frying with air, but still, it's still frying in, in a sense. So, one of the things, like, well, the thing I've been, at, I've been, the reason why I'm, I'm, uh, I was thinking about this because I've been l- watching a lot of history shows lately, namely like life in like certain time periods. And some of the things that we would take for granted in terms of like dishes that we have today weren't mm-hmm. exactly cooked the way they were supposed to be cooked that we would find it today. So I would challenge you guys to create a dish, right? And we'll stick with an entree. Okay. Okay. On cooking it in a very alternative style rather than its conventional style that one would take on how to cook it. For instance, fried chicken is usually done fried, right? But can you make fried chicken, right, taste taste like fried chicken but only cook it in an oven or in a crock pot or in a grill okay so that's the challenge 
Okay. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> now the, the caveat is that you have to have a taste. You can't call it fried chicken and then you put it in the oven and pretend it's fried chicken when it looks like it's already roasted. It has to be like, like similar or like like so, to what it's supposed to be in, so in, like, in name. If I wanted to do something that would normally be baked and put it in a slow cooker. I feel like that there's too many <laughs> fine lines. Well, we'll just have to dance around them, I think. I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's many, there's plenty of strategies that you can take. I will give you that. I'm not trying to like, you know, like make it very linear, right? There's plenty of strategies that you can take. We, you we, just have to find those strategies. And dance around those fine lines. <laughs> Do some so, fancy footwork. There's plenty of, there's a plenty of equipment that you guys can use. I've heard a lot about certain equipment that can really mimic well conventional styles of cooking. So right, we'll we'll see how it goes. All right, entrees. Yeah, you can do entrees. Listeners, wish us luck. We're gonna need yeah. it. Entrees, right? And I'm gonna give you this too, right? Uh huh. It has to. It has to. Um. It has to have a meat product of some sort. It doesn't have to be real meat. But it can be like a faux meat, like Beyond Burger or. Uh, so or, uh, real or fake meat. Yeah, but it has to have some kind of protein in it. Okay. 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 Darn. <laughs> okay. okay. You have two weeks to complete your your <laughs> complete the challenge. Let's try not to be late this time, like a month. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pam was the one on time. I know. Pam was the only one on time. And I'm I'm actually talking about myself here. So oh, okay. I will. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. All right. Well, um, I guess it's time for a story, isn't it? Is it time for a story? Okay. Now we present the hilarious story of their further adventures. All right. So last time we heard a story, we heard about... Uh, Pepper and Dagon's cinematic deaths on the tower. Strange things are happening. Well, they managed to make their way down from the tower in unconventional means and uh, get on their boat to head back to the city where they knew they would need to warn people of the danger that was headed their way. On their journey back, they discovered something. They knew they had been chased by an artificer who was particularly dangerous and particularly psychotic or sociopathic. He was not a pleasant fellow and he was sure to be quite angry with them because they had escaped his clutches and his schemings before. Well, they encountered his boat. His boat was quiet and still, and they, could, they couldn't see anyone standing on the deck. They had, they had been in a hurry, so they didn't have any time to rest and recover. They were just rushing to get word back of, 
of danger. Well, they had to slow down. They didn't want to be spotted. But they couldn't see anyone looking for them. So they slowly moved around, away from the boat, away from its range, but still in sight, because there was something fishy about it. Where was the captain of that boat? Where was that artificer? And where were the people who should have been manning the boat? Well, they found a they found a little bit of uh, dry land in in the area, and there was there was something scattered on the shore. So they went to investigate as quietly as they could. Well, on that shore they found numerous scattered warforged with their power sources removed forcefully and they also found the body of the artificer who had been chasing them well now they knew why the boat wasn't moving but the problem was there were turrets on this boat automated turrets and this artificer had at least one thing that belonged to one of the people in the party, so they needed to investigate. So slowly they made their way to the boat and they discovered that if they moved slow if they moved slowly and quietly, the turrets wouldn't fire on them because they were behaving as though they were supposed to be on that boat, as far as it could tell. So they made it on the boat. Dagon stayed on their on their previous boat along with with uh Valen's little raptor companion and and they started to explore and they explored and found a lot of interesting things one of which was not legal for the artificer to have and they did manage to find the cape that one of them traded blood to a hag for it's a rotten deal but while they were searching, they found this panel full of buttons and levers and dials. No helm, no steering wheel, no, nothing to hint at what might steer the ship. Just the panel with shining buttons. A pepper, curious as always was itching to push the buttons. Just, I really, really want to push those buttons. Valen really wanted to push the buttons too. So he did. And Pepper egged him on. Suddenly the ship started moving. First one, first one direction, then another, and then it picked up speed and they heard a sickening crunch. Pepper was jostled, and since they hadn't recovered, and, well, she had just come back from the dead, she hit her head and fell unconscious. But that sickening crunch outside, something was wrong. So they, so they, the party scrambled to the edge of the dock, though they first uh, stabilized Pepper, for some reason they couldn't heal her. That's an interesting development, but not the most concerning one. They rushed to the side of the boat to see what had happened, and there was half of the boat 
that Dagon had been watching and keeping an eye on. No Dagon. No little raptor. Valen immediately dove into the water to look for them. He found, he found his raptor and, and quickly got him back to the boat and went back under. It took a little work, but he found Dagon unconscious in the water, unmoving. As quickly as he could, he, he dragged him to the shore. Our sort of healer at this point scurried to the shore as quickly as he could to join and stabilize Dagon. It was, it was tense, but they were able to heal him, stabilize him, and, and save his life. And then they remembered that at some point in that, the boat had been jostled again. And Pepper would have been jostled with it. So they rushed back on the ship and stabilized Pepper again. <laughs> It was close, but they managed. But the the boat they had been on was now ruined. And the only transportation they had left was this ship that they do not know how to steer. And this is why they can't have nice things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, just test the button, see what happens if they press that's the button. Why, that's what they were doing. Yeah. Only, Valen kind of pushed multiple buttons at yeah, once. No, you don't want to push multiple buttons. And then he pushed different buttons. And of course, if it was me, I'd start popping panels and looking at it. It's like, okay, so this must control this. Only it's a combination <laughs> of, of magic and machines, so, you know. Right. They just wanted to figure out how to disable the turrets. The little automated turrets that tried to shoot at them, you know, while they were moving too quickly. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be the red <laughs> button. Push the red button. That reminded me of a dream where I was helping out the doctor from Doctor Who. Don't ask us one because I don't remember. And we were in a shift. He's like, whatever you do, do not touch the button unless I tell you to. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try to be a very good assistant or whatever. Well, then something happened. I panicked. I pushed the wrong button. And it doesn't have that all the buttons look the exact same. <laughs> I pushed the button. But in my panic, it, well, I pushed the button and the like a monster popped up. And I cannot tell if it was the Weeping Angels or the Daleks. It was one of the two major oh, monsters. Man. But when I looked at the monster, I panicked. And it didn't have that I pressed the same button. Over and over and over again. <laughs> and here comes these monsters popping up. And then I was like, what am I doing? And then the Dr. King's like, what's going on? And I'm like, run. <laughs> run. Uh, oh I always wonder, you know, speaking of the Daleks, I wonder why they never just tipped the Daleks over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was every time I watch the Daleks, it's like, why are they afraid with these things? Just, I don't know. Just tip them and over. They, they look. <laughs> they look like trash cans. Just tip the trash can over. I I don't know. I really don't. I don't know how much they weigh. Uh, oh gosh, but yeah, that that session got intense. Now Pepper is unconscious, so I can't actually 
do anything until I finally wake up, wake up sometime next session because the DM rolled a die to figure out how long I would be unconscious, and I don't know what that number is. Wow. I don't even know what 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 die he rolled. Wow. Yeah, a 100 and, die. <laughs> and one of the mysterious things that's going on with her is in that campaign, Pepper can no longer be healed by spells. Oh, fun. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> just discovering that, and character Pepper does not know that yet. <laughs> okay. All right, so what are we doing? Entertainment. Entertainment? Entertainment. All right, hold on. Right, so Pam, what do we have? Because I have no idea. Okay, <laughs> this is. I got one, another one of my very weird questions for you guys. So, my question is What would be your ideal job if you were located in a fantasy, like D&D like setting? What would be your ideal job? An ideal job. And it doesn't have to be like a class per se. It could be kind of like something what like an NPC would do. So what would be our favorite NPC job? Our ideal... It could Well, our, I know yeah. I don't I I know I don't want to uh uh have to um you you know how there's those uh uh those uh places that tan hides. I don't think I want to tan. I definitely don't want to tan the monster hides. No, you don't want to. I don't want to do that. Uh, Can you just imagine the smell? <laughs> oh, good grief! Because <laughs> you know some of those monsters are. They yeah. they've got smells straight from unmentionable places. And that's literal. <laughs> right. Okay, so... Um, so I definitely don't want to be a monster hide tanner. I think I might would want to make enchanted jewelry. Ooh. I think that's what I would want to do. You gotta, gotta be a merchant so you can make the monies and, you know, want to do something creative... I don't think I'd do real well at making weapons or armor. I don't think I'd be particularly good at making potions. But okay. jewelry I could do. I think I'd make enchanted jewelry. Just imagine all the stories that you could, you know, hear from all the people that are trying to look for. Oddly specific pieces. And you'd be, well, you would, well, you, or would you be the type of merchant that would be like, Hold on a second. I might have something pretty rare. It'll cost you. Oh, absolutely. It's just special. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and I, plus you are a crafter, so it's right your area. I wouldn't be I wouldn't I wouldn't be the kind to have a conventional shop either. I'd be the one I'd be the kind of NPC where I dress really, really bonkers and you know in in like one of those old-timey um, RPG games, it's like, you can tell this person's a merchant because they're dressed funny. 
I'd be one of those. And and I'd I'd probably wander around like carrying carrying some of my wares with my more precious ones in a satchel. And I'd wander from place to place looking for adventurers who need to buy jewelry. <laughs> okay. She's doing the dance. I'm doing the dance. The, the, the NPC dance. dance. The video game NPC the dance. The video game NPC dance. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> uh, Edwin, what about you? I want to be that obscure farmer. <laughs> obscure farmer? I want to be that obscure farmer. The farmer that you would never expect that. He farms, yes. He's got land, yes. He's got animals to tend to, yes. He's got this this uh, quaint little house with a couple of... <clears throat> With a couple of rooms, and it's always nice because it never rains, and there's always birds chirping. It's always that nice place where you go to, like, like, um, was it like the Goldshire? I think it's called the Goldshire of World of Warcraft, where it's very pleasant, and there's farmers, but there's this quirky guy farmer over in the other side of the of the Shire where he just happens to build contraptions as well. That would be me. Oh, so you're the quirky farmer. I'm the quirky farmer that builds these contraptions in his barn. Oh, you want to be one of those quest giver farmers who yes. only sells his wares after you complete the quest. Yes. <laughs> that's me. And, um, you know, and it's one of those things where it's part of the main storyline and you have to get it because you're going to have to, I have to give you a thing for an even bigger thing. Yeah. And, or, and you can't, or you need a ride somewhere. So I, I happen to yell, Oh, look at that. I just happen to have an airship in my body. And it's, and it seems like a side quest at the time, but for some reason, the main quest always brings you back to it until suddenly like, Oh, yeah, I've got exactly what you need to uh, get further in the world. Exactly. And I'm just like this, you know, obscure farmer that, pe- you know, people talk to about in the uh, in the local tavern. And I sometimes will stop in the tavern. I'm that guy. <laughs> but what about, what about, okay, so... You're a farmer. What type? So are you just raising just normal animals, like crops and, and livestock? And that just happens as a as a as a hobby. I just tinker in my barn somewhere. <laughs> so so the unassuming farmer who's just a little odd but has a secret lab. Yes. <laughs> so well, okay. So in the secret lab. You have a special weapon to ward off those pesky dragons that try to eat your sheep. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. The, the barn actually transforms into the yeah. secret weapon to ward off the track. <laughs> the, the barn is happen, a transformer. Yeah, and I just happen to be, you know, I just happen to be one of those guys where, for some crazy reason, the king knows who I am because I sometimes happen to do favors for the king, <laughs> you know? Well, you do have this... The barn that turns into a secret weapon. Pretty exactly. sure the king would know about that. Exactly. And it's one of those things where there's an understanding that, you know, it's like, hey, king knows me. I know the king, but I will never say I know the king. But, you know, sometimes he just happens to have to call me up into, the, you know, the you know the throne room because he needs a favor. 
<laughs> but Pam, what would you? What would be your job? I don't see. I really don't know. I'm going through all the scenarios in my head of what a what a village or whatever. I could work in a tavern, but the thing is, though, I'm not really a people person. Yeah, you wouldn't especially like to be when they're drunk. And a tavern is also kind of like, it's kind of like the D&D equivalent to like a salon uh, in the Wild Wild West movies. It's like, that's where everywhere congregates. But so it also draws in trouble. So here comes some outlaw or whatever. And then, of course, a brawl ensues. And I don't want to be part of that. I could barely stand like those mosh pits and concerts so i want i for me i want a job that's probably solitude be a Ad- farmer adventures no. guild bookkeeper <laughs> all you do is is take note of who's reported in with their quests what quests need to be given out you just keep track of that stuff you don't actually give the quests you don't give the rewards for the quest. You just keep track of who's completed what quest. So you're that one guy in the guild hall. Like I'm 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 working on my books, leave me alone. <laughs> you're that one guy in the guild the hall that, that gives out a Starbucks guild. and you're on a laptop yeah. writing a book. <laughs> gives out guild quests. No, she doesn't give out the guild quests. She oh, never so gives I'm out. like you're the NPC that's always like I, can't you see I'm working? Leave me alone. Oh, yeah. I am, okay, so I am the broker, the basically. So, yeah. so I'm the person who's like, I am, I'm bored. You're bored? I have a lot of stuff for you to do. It's either that or I've always been fascinated with um, Forge. Iron Forge. Iron Forge in, the, in World of Warcraft? Or blacksmithing. Oh, blacksmithing. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just like Iron Forge, like the city in World of Warcraft. <laughs> so you could be the the surly armor smith, or the actually, surly or the surly weaponsmith. Every time I go to that Renaissance festival, I'm always so drawn about how they can create swords and armor out of like big slabs of metal. It always perplexes me, and. There's n- there's hardly any female blacksmithers. Ooh. So the surly disgruntled blacksmith. Yeah. Who's having to prove to all the men blacksmith that yes, she can do the job and twice as good. But you don't run your own shop because you know you'd bite someone's head off. And if so anyone pisses off, well then I have st- a lot of pointy stuff that I can't use. <laughs> and you know that you you make sure you know how to use all of it so that it's good so you know it's good quality. Right. Actually this reminds me of a movie. Um have you guys watched A Knight's Tale? A very, yes. very long time ago. There's a character that basically fits that description right there. <laughs> nice. If you remember. I think I vaguely remember. I think I watched and, that like, uh, in college or something. Wasn't that a Heath Ledger movie? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I vaguely remember that one. Yeah. Go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you I know, think that would be that. 
I remember watching that movie and thinking, oh, sweet. Are they doing a rendition of the Jeffrey Schauser Knight's Tale? No. I it's don't. not. It's like high school. It's like it's like high school football game in night. You know, <laughs> in night's clothes, in night's armor. Like, oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? <laughs> you just came into Pam's campaign. <laughs> All right. So the the uh, obvious NPCs who somehow all over the place just selling jewelry. We've got the quirky, the quirky farmer with the secret lab, and the surly blacksmith NPC with something to prove. Can't you see I'm working? <laughs> go to the shop. You want a weapon? You go to the shop. Don't talk to me. <laughs> you know, just buy my sword and go away. <laughs> And the only time you'll talk to them is if they're looking for something really special and coming to you specifically for it. Now I just want to open up World of Warcraft again and find (laughs) Pam. I want to find the (laughs) Pam character. I'm going to go look around Stormwind trying to find the Pam character. (laughs) You do that and you let me know if you find one. Take a screenshot. It's like, Pam, they have your character. There you are. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, that's the entertainment. Yay! Yay! There we go. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. We've had fun. We hope you had fun with us, and I hope you enjoyed our little insight into the behind the scenes. Oops. Oops. Uh, yeah, thanks again for listening. Um, again, my name is Angela. You can find me on the Twitterverse at uh, Pleasant Doom. And Pam, where can they find you? My name is Pam, and you can find me also on Twitterverse at PandaCatDragon1. I also have Instagram for this podcast. It's under PandaCatDragon. And you can find me at TCDZ1, where you can find sometimes sometimes but you can also find me at diy edwin that's right on um, instagram on instagram and you can uh, if you're very interested in uh uh finding out what i do and in my spare time you can find me there i i'm trying to take pictures and more pictures and yeah if you have an interest in uh do-it-yourself projects or woodworking or uh or just everyday things that, uh, you know, what people like me do. So, <laughs> DIY Edwin is a place. Um, if Follow you, me. <laughs> if you'd like to contact us any other way, we also have an email, uh, dungeondiners at gmail.com. Or you can try to contact us through the Facebook page of Legend Creators. Yep. Uh Anyway, we'd love to hear from you one way or another. We would love to hear from the people listening to this podcast. And uh, and if you like, if you want us to share your uh, your message, just please tell us that. And we will uh, put you in the mailbag. Yay! Yay! Uh, yeah, thanks again for listening. Uh, right. This is episode 37, 37. Of, of Dungeons Dinings. 
and dorks. Bye. Bye. Bye.